Welcome to season two of Matt Make Zack Watch Horror Movies. Now you may notice a drop in audio quality compared to previous episodes. You see, Matt has fallen into the twilight zone and can only communicate through the ether. But frayed not, dear listener. You are still in store for all the same dreadful jokes, eerie impressions, and terrifying trivia. So, sit back, enjoy the show. Listening to DJ Terror on Radio Slasher. George, did you know I am the Midsummer Queen? Uh, why do you have cockroaches on your head? All the flowers have been burnt to the ground, George. These are my friends, and they are my flower crown, George. Anyways, this recording was dated January 23rd, 2021. The recordings are getting close to the day the boys went missing. Soon we'll find out where they went. They watched Midsummer. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to Matt Makes Zach Watch Horror Movies. I'm Matt. And I'm Zach. And I made him watch a horror movie. What did we watch this week, Zach? We watched another Ari, Ari Aster cult classic, uh, Midsummer. Just another good time, right? Uh-huh. Nothing but joy. <laughs> uh-huh. Had a great time. Mm-hmm. So, Zach, what did you think? <laughs> that was a movie. <laughs> is is this the Matt just watched the Gaspar Noe film type moment for you? <laughs> I appreciate Hereditary more now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is going to be an episode where we disagree, Zach. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say it, Masterpiece. <laughs> You talk first because I haven't formed my thoughts into words yet. <laughs> um, I think this movie, if if you listen to uh, our last episode on uh, Hereditary, um, I said that from what I had heard, this sounded like it was much more of a Matt movie. It really was. It's much more upfront with like its horror and its imagery and like the things that's referencing. And in, in some ways, it's weirdly... Um, this isn't the right word, but it's the only word I can think of. It's more enjoyable. Like, I could rewatch this movie, you know? <laughs> like, Hereditary is, like, an exercise in, like, pushing yourself to your emotional limit. And this movie is just like, oh, man, it's going to be a pretty kick-ass horror movie. But it's also got a lot on its mind, you know? I'm going to say exactly that, but the other way around for me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Both good, though. Both very good, in my opinion. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> I know, I'm just like, <laughs> what are my thoughts? <laughs> okay, let's, I can do this. I got my A24 head on. Um, Fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Hereditary better because... Okay. I, I liked the characters in Hereditary and I liked how personal it was. This only 
being like the cult shit, making that the whole focus made me like kind of get tired of it after a certain point. I can kind of see that uh, much like I, I said about hereditary. Um, I also think this movie is a little too long. <laughs> At some point, it's like, you're just showing me the same three things over and over again. Yeah, that's how I felt. I was like, this is a tradition and something creepy can yeah. go wrong. But over and over again, Florence Pugh is my favorite. I felt bad for her the whole time. Uh-huh. Oh, this movie could be retitled Gaslighting Women, the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like, the whole time, I was like, Florence Pugh, no, like... <laughs> I want to help you. <laughs> I know. I just felt so bad. I want. I want to like pick you up and put you in a good environment with quality friends. I want to give you a hug. Well, well, Zach, we'll get into it. But this movie kind of has a happy ending because that is kind of what happens. <laughs> yeah, but like, but, but not like, a cult. Yeah, yeah, not, not a cult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I got a lot to say about about that thing when we get into it. Yeah, yeah. I I think I'll be right there with you on uh, feelings about cults and uh, yeah, I think, <laughs> experience with it. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to get a little bit more in depth than last week because I got some feelings on my brain after watching it. Yeah, that's what great art does, though. So, Zach, first thing we need to get off your brain, if you could piece it back together. Mm-hmm. Do you think you can summarize this movie? Yeah, it's going to get a little messy in the mid part because, like I said, just cult shit keeps happening. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right, Zach, whenever you're ready. All right, count me in. All right, three, two, one, go. It's a blessing, a blessing from the Lord. We start with the Monty Python opening. <laughs> and then things just got bad immediately. Florence P. It was just like. Uh, 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 a cool lady that suffers from anxiety and that's like relatable but like her whole family dies and she's got a shitty gaslighting boyfriend and like I'm so sorry for it's beautiful but like hey uh, uh, her shitty gaslighting boyfriend the fourth Hemsworth uh, (laughs) he's got a gang of boys and they're gonna go to Sweden because they know a Swedish guy Okay, we got fourth Hemsworth, we got Swedish guy, we got the shitty cousin from Narnia, (laughs) and we got the guy who wants to study this cult bullshit. But then they feel bad for Florence Pugh, so they invite her along. So they go to Sweden, and they enter the threshold, and we go into the upside down. And they're just in a field, and there's like other Swedish people there. And uh, they're just like super nice. That's not unsettling. Uh, and then they just offer them drugs immediately, and they're like, sure. Uh, and we meet a British couple that uh, Swedish dude's brother brought. That's not unsettling that they're bringing, they're cherry picking outsiders to bring back to their cult. And then they, uh, after doing some drugs, it never gets nighttime there. That's weird. Uh, and then they go to the commune, and this place is wild and, and super creepy, but the set design is just beautiful. and again gaslighting hemsworth sucks yeah but like uh they see some weird ass comics about putting the red devil in some pies and making your senpai eat it that'll come back later didn't like that and then there's some cult shit uh uh, old people just kind of like jump off and, and and kill themselves uh that's fucked up 
uh, you know, cult shit, whatever. And the British people leave, but like, we totally know they died. Like, it's just it's cult shit. Uh, and then what's that? They got, at a certain point, they get some pies and lemonade. Wait, why is shitty boyfriend's glass that color? Wait, why is there. Oh, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't like that. But, uh, hey, the guy who came here to study uh, went to talk with the elder dudes, and hey, he gets a fun fact. They get all of their knowledge and uh, basis off their beliefs from inbred children. So that's fun. That's cool. Uh, that's totally a good thing to base your whole belief system on. But hey, uh, he comes back to that place later and uh, to g get some more knowledge. And uh oh, uh, the, the cult peeps uh, wearing shitty cousin uh, from Narnia's face like Michael Myers and kills him. Uh, and there wasn't fun uh, John Carpenter beats playing to make it fun. So it just, <laughs> that sucks. Uh, then Florence Pugh gets high as balls and dances with the squad. Uh, they play Ring Around the Rosie until she's the last one standing, and she's the May Queen now, bitch! She's feeling it. Um, when we take her to dinner, and she's way too high for this shit. Uh, and the girl gang squad up, and JoJo pose the hell out of there. <laughs> uh, then the classic, the classic Ari Aster third act naked cult bullshit happens, and the fourth <laughs> Hemsworth has some weird cult sex. Uh, and, and then, uh, Florence Pugh comes back and sees it, and that makes her Florence Pugh. God damn it, Sam. <laughs> and then the girl gang, so she starts having a panic attack, but the girl gang hypes her up and have a panic attack with her. That's squad girls as fuck. Uh, and then, uh, fourth Hemsworth rocks out with his cock out, uh, Ariosic classic, and, uh, does the horror movie run of finding all the dead bros. Uh, and then they drug that boy up, and now we get all the exposition. They've been t snatching people up to sacrifice them to whatever their cult bullshit. But then, uh, our queen, Florence Pew Pew, has to decide between Tarbjorn or Fourth Hemsworth to be sacrificed. And she's like, nah, fuck that dude, he's gaslighting as fuck. And, uh, so they put him in, like, a bear, and he can't feel anything or move. And then they put all their fucked up art pieces in that dope-ass pyramid. Uh, and then they light that bitch up, and uh, that sucks. Uh, that was a pretty cool building. Why'd you gotta burn that? But hey, uh, it's cold shit. That's the end. Five minutes, twenty-seven seconds, sir. Well done. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's dive in in depth. Um, yeah, the opening of this movie pretty upsetting. There's elements of this movie that I relate to more than the last one. Uh -huh. <laughs> and like Florence Pugh has some bad anxiety issues and doesn't have the support in her life and gets gaslit and roped into a cult because they're the only people that can help you. And like, that's shitty. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that is definitely present in this movie. Uh, this movie, much like we talk about a lot, not a great view on uh, mental illness um, mm -hmm. uh, in that, like, well, I mean, everyone knows that if you're mentally ill, you're just waiting to snap and commit violent acts, you know, like her sister, because um, they just keeping it. Well, I mean, that's just how those people are is kind of the answer to it. And I was like, wow, that's like. That's like next level. Like <laughs> that was the most elaborate way to like that seemed a little too like 
oh, well, how do we get rid of her parents, too? Mm-hmm. I think it's just it's it, it, it is definitely just that thing of like what is going to create the most striking image that, as I said about hereditary, is a little bit my problem with Ari Aster in that, like, he's so desperate for, like, what's going to be the most striking thing that he doesn't really, like, think it through. Yeah, because, uh, like, I was like, I get it. You you need her to, like, feel alone and, like, be alone that way. Yeah. That's what ropes her into the Sweden thing. But, like, she she doesn't got, like, a, a, a friend she made in college. Like, oh, wait, she did. And she told told her that her boyfriend's bullshit. Yep. That's right. Where was she? Yeah. That's the power of desperation and gaslighting, you know? But yeah, then we, we meet Christian, her boyfriend, who's just terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, everything about this dude, they, it is to the credit of the writing and this actor's performance that I so thoroughly hate this man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not... He did a good job, and the writers did Yeah, a good job. oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, Ari Aster can write a screenplay. Like, <laughs> He wasn't the generic shitty boyfriend that's in every yeah. movie. He was a real-life shitty boyfriend. Yeah, he was not the, go oh, give me a beer, babe. Like, he was like, like the, the, the image that will stick with me from this movie of, like, why it's, why I'm a little bit, like, okay with him dying uh, <laughs> is when they're on the couch and she's just crying and he's just looking ahead like he's waiting to leave. Mm-hmm. And it's like, her whole family just died and he's like, yeah, mm-hmm, great. And I was like, oh, yeah, everything about this dude exists in the real world. I have met this dude. I yeah. hate this dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. I'm just like, Florence Pugh, you don't deserve this. Yeah. Because she's so good. She's yeah. so pure in this movie. Yeah. His friends are also terrible, but in their own unique ways. I mean, the dude who went there to study, he was pretty good. He seems okay. Even even Paley seems like really just in, in their own unique way. Like, that dude with the studying is so like, well, you're all just here because I'm here, so do what I say. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and then Will Poulter is again 100% a dude I know. Like mm-hmm. he is he is probably like my like standout outside of Florence Pugh my standout performance in this movie. <laughs> I, I, whatever he's in, I love him. Like I actually really like both it movies, controversial especially since nobody likes two but me. And I really like the guy who plays Pennywise. But the fact that like Will Poulter was actually the first choice and got cast and had to drop out still kind of bumps me out. Because I, I would love to see what his take on that looks like. He, he'd be too funny. That's <laughs> Pennywise. But maybe that would work, because like the one thing I, I kind of don't buy in those It movies is I'm like, no one would trust this clown. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think he's great in this movie playing probably the closest to like a stock movie type in this but the way he plays it is so perfect i also like that he's not dumb he is also in like their graduate degree program with them and like has insightful things to say about like oh well you know the swedish they believe in blah 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 blah." (laughs) you know like but then he'll also be like what pussy (laughs) (laughs) he just says out of pocket shit sometimes Sometimes he pees on trees that everyone knows are sacred the the comedy in this movie is actually really good i actually like yeah okay i i think there's a, a lot of solid like like straight up jokes in this movie that i really enjoyed 
Yeah, and it's and it's not like jokes that are like trying to. This is a joke. It's more like, oh, that's actually just like a funny like thing to say or situation. Yeah, like yeah. You know what this movie reminded me of? It's another movie that you and I both think is a stealth comedy. In a lot of ways, this movie reminds me a lot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. In that, it, like the first half is like all set up with a stranger taking you to a weird place, and then the second half is just unrelenting. <laughs> but also, it's kind of a weird, dark comedy. <laughs> I mean, right down to people wear people's faces. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. no chainsaws though. No, sadly, there was fun. There was fun uh, spin dancing in both. That's true. That's true. Other things would have been the May Queen. If there had been windows, I assume someone would have broken one. <laughs> uh. <laughs> now I just want to draw Leatherface as the May Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. <laughs> yeah, but uh. So then they decide they're going to Sweden. Yeah. That's where we are in the plot as of now. Uh, and they awkwardly like invite Danny and like no one wants her to go, including her. <laughs> that whole scene was so awkward and so well acted. And it was so painful. <laughs> I have been on both sides of that kind of thing where you're like, oh, they don't want me here. And where you're like, oh, why did they invite them? Yeah. <laughs> Ari Aster is really good at like realistic human. Yeah, I, 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 I look forward to seeing him just make like a cool drama or like comedy soon. I hope he does that. Yeah. Like some people, I'm like, ah, no, just stay in horror. I like you there. And him, I'm like, no, I kind of want to see your Oscar movie, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, didn't people want Florence Pugh to win the Oscar for this? Yes. Instead, so she got nominated for uh, Little Women, which I hear she's excellent in. So. Mm. Good for but her. It was, it was like the the stealth Oscar. Like you're really nominated for this, though. Well, yeah, well, typically, like the Oscars, a lot of the time they're really nominating you for like your year, or, or sometimes even for like your whole career. So, like when she wins her eventual Oscar, everyone will be like, "Well, she should have won for for Midsummer," you know. <laughs> and she'll probably be beating someone that's more worthy of it at the time, who will then win ten years later after that. So. <laughs> that's how the oscars work for some reason but midsummer, midsummer. <laughs> um there's a real cool transition on that plane mm-hmm. when she starts having her panic attack that shot's great yeah there's as, a lot of really cool cameras. yeah but it's again a thing where i'm just like oh yes i just thought that would look cool like mm-hmm. it's not like motivated within the movie he was just like this will look dope well, <laughs> and he was right like <laughs> Because there's a lot of dope camera stuff, but the only one that I was like, that's really cool and motivated by the story was when they're driving to the commune and the camera flips to make everything look upside down. They're crossing the threshold into the spooky shit now. Yeah, that that was the equivalent of the the night to day transitions in Hereditary where I'm like, oh, these this serves a purpose. You know, I forget what other uh, I think it climax. Yeah, the way they did that yeah upside down by the end yeah we're going into the upside down guys mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and they get there like you said she immediately he's like nah nah man <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong i kind of think like it sounds fun to go to sweden and take mushrooms with some beautiful blonde people but i don't trust <laughs> it <laughs> no thank you not in yeah. the woods <laughs> <laughs> there's something unsettling about being too nice <laughs> to yeah. random people <laughs> But um, at this point, everything seems okay, though. 
Like, even, like, her panic attack, she, like, kind of deals with it and just takes a nap. Uh, Will Poulter, again, killing it. Why is the daylight out? <laughs> it's 9 p.m. That's not right. No, that's not right. <laughs> Dude, can you lay down? Dude, I need you to lay down. <laughs> it's the most realistic thing I've ever seen in terms of drugs in a movie. <laughs> that, that's another thing. The uh, drug effects that they did, they were subtle enough not to yeah. be too too bad, but I still prefer it the way Climax did it, where they don't do in-camera stuff, because it's like, to show it through the performance, not through that stuff. I liked it in this movie, because I thought it effectively made you feel like you would if you were on the drugs with them. The whole time when she becomes the May Queen, there's just one flower that is pulsing like it's breathing. And I'm like, oh, that's fully what you would feel like, you know, or like when her feet have the grass growing through them. I'm like, yeah, that's what you would feel like. Not, whoa, man, I'm going to see like the Bigfoot monster ah, that they do in like other movies. It's like, no, it's it's weirder than that. It's like weird, small things that just stick with you. Uh, <laughs> they get there and it's just, it's like you said, it's so insanely well designed once they're in like the commune. And just like, oh my God, this shit was beautiful. <laughs> Every single yeah. building in there. If they didn't burn it down, I would have asked, y'all got this on Airbnb shit. Can you imagine if you could go stay there for a weekend? <laughs> I mean, I probably wouldn't just because now, but uh. <laughs> everything like in the set design of the buildings, everything was off kilter and weird. There is no normal buildings. Which yeah. Like, why is every building slanted? Yeah. <laughs> and like the the giant yellow pyramid, like pulling your focus. Yeah. Like, uh, but but also they're designed with like a pra a certain practicality in mind where it's like, oh, Everything is slanted because it's easier to like put that up because clearly they're not using power tools. Mm -hmm. So everything's kind of a teepee, you know, <laughs> or a pyramid shape. Like, yeah. so like it also makes sense. But then you're like, but it's now use a power tool. Like, <laughs> even Amish people use power tools. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then there's more drugs and it gets more upsetting. That's where the movie just is like, yeah, yeah. Here's a new day of cult shit. Uh, they slept on new day of cult shit. And, and I feel like stuff would be more effective if it happened a little quicker. Like it would feel more like it's ramping up. Mm -hmm. Like, like a, a great example is it's one of the most arresting things in this whole movie, and it, it is well executed. And it, uh, as always, like I feel like I have to say, like Ari Aster made a movie. I didn't, so what the fuck do I know? <laughs> but um is the 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 suicide ritual scene, which is so upsetting. Mm -hmm. and, and and don't get me wrong, like the tension of it is well executed, but the second that like you see there's a cliff, you know what's gonna happen. And instead every time he like waits literally minutes between people jumping. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, after you get through the first one where it feels like effective tension building, when it gets to the second one, I was like, okay, come on. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I know what's going to happen. So if he jumped and then got his head smashed in, it would almost be more effective if it just happened like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, like just just ramp it up like if it would feel like like a like a drum beat getting faster, you know, mm -hmm. like movies have a rhythm like music. Sometimes this one is like a weird prog band that I'm not really into, <laughs> um, which is awesome. Like I said before, like my problem 
with hereditary like they're not real problems i'm being nitpicky i know that so like <laughs> what i did like about it because i've heard i've heard like some discussion on this movie that like is coming back to me now and i know i've heard people's issue with like florence Pugh just being okay with it at the end but i think the slow pacing and sh- what they showed her through the acting and the camera work did a really good job of, show- of showing yeah. her like disassociating and like dealing with like anxiety like that at a certain point you're just feel so much that you're like just you there just shut down yeah 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 like you're having an out-of-body experience where it's just happening and you're looking at the world around you well and that is what is so sinister about the cult is that clearly the second she got invited on the trip he was on board Mm -hmm. because he knew oh she'll stay I can play this person like a fucking fiddle, you know, mm-hmm. like, which sucks. Mm-hmm. But the imagery in this movie is so solid that, like, I almost let go of the pacing issues because it almost becomes a weird nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it becomes a badass trip, you know, yeah. like when they discovered the. The body of uh, the, the British tourist and as they like pulling closer and closer like he he's been flayed and his, his organs are like displayed around him and then you realize that the lungs are still breathing and the heart is still beating and it's like no <laughs> like that that is a great place of like the effectiveness of what i'm talking about is that whole sequence where it is it is messed up for him it is cathartic for her it is messed up for him and then it like boom 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 until it culminates in like one of the most terrifying visuals I've ever seen in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really like ramps up and builds up speed and then crashes or like, um, Wes Craven always said, horror movies are a leaky faucet. At some point, the dripping gets so loud that you just want to turn it on and let it go. When this movie allows itself to do that, it, it is so effective. It's so good at it. Yeah. And, uh, I did reference Texas chainsaw earlier. Did you catch the, uh, fun stealth Texas chainsaw reference? No. Uh, when the, the nerdy student is in there, he sees a skinned man, there's a loud noise, and he gets hit on the head with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> it is almost, except that it is not the, the person wearing the skin suit doing the hitting, it is almost shot for shot the, the introduction of uh, Leatherface in Texas. So that's pretty great. Again, Ari Aster clearly like, knows his stuff, and that makes me like him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because at the beginning, I was just like, I don't know how to form my thoughts into a, a clear thought or clear words. But now I'm just kind of like, yeah, so many things were done so smartly. I think it's just the fact that it was so focused on the cult shit. That is why I'm just not like super about it. It's just not. Yeah, you're saying I would have much rather enjoyed just like these characters going through this shit rather than like, oh, what's this cult thing today? What's this cult thing today? Yeah, it almost would work better if they just stumbled upon it they weren't brought there in some ways Mm -hmm. like texas chainsaw or well like what this movie was originally pitched to be this is the one fun behind the scenes thing i know um i remember when this movie got kind of announced it was announced as the guy who made hereditary is making a slasher movie in Sweden. And apparently that was kind of the pitch. And this movie is kind of structured like a slasher movie, which maybe explains why I like it so much. Mm. Um, if he wasn't so afraid of 
falling into the tropes that do work about that kind of movie, I think I, it, it would be more effective. Yeah. Like, he's not afraid of the cliches of a ghost story or a demon story in Hereditary. And in this, I kind of feel him being like, well, I can't just make a slasher movie, you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, a little bit. But also, clearly, he likes them if that was his pitch. So, yeah. But I mean, like, right down to sex equals death and everybody does too many drugs and gets murdered, you know, it is kind of a slasher movie. Yeah. I think adding a little more fun things like the Texas Chainsaw thing <laughs> yeah. made it a lot cooler on, in that aspect. It would have made some of the stuff in this movie, I think, e- easier to swallow because it is so cult focused <laughs> that if it became like Nerd Friend doesn't tell them. Like, here's where we're going. They wind up camping there. They stumble upon this cult, and now they're part of this ritual, you know? And it's them getting hunted down by this cult, but she kind of comes over to their side, which is the most interesting thing about this movie. You know, like, I could see that being a more effective horror movie in some ways, but then at the same time, this movie is kind of a masterpiece. Yeah, because, I mean, like, I think that's, like, the character work and just how believable everything is. I didn't do the horror movie thing of like, why are these people still here? Why why are they just going along with it? I never did that. Every every single person had a clear purpose and reasoning for everything they did, mm-hmm. which is something that a lot of people can't do and can't pull off. But like he did it. Yeah, I think that that is his greatest strength is character work. He falls into the camp that a lot of people who I like that are writer directors fall into, but the same way that like, tying it back to the man we always tie it to Tarantino. I think Tarantino is actually almost a better screenwriter than he is a director. And I kind of feel the same way about Ari Aster. I would love to see him direct someone else's script just to see like what that would look like. Mm. The same way that like John Carpenter kind of takes like huge leaps forward. Once he, he still mostly writes his own movies, but like he didn't write the thing. And that movie was a huge leap forward for him as director. You know, he didn't write or he at least co-wrote, you know, a lot of his best movies, you know. Yeah. So I, I would just be curious to see him do something like that. Yeah. I, I'm just curious to see what this dude does next because his movies are good. I just want a, like at this point, I just want a movie from him that doesn't make me upset. Like, I just want a really good drama for me. <laughs> yeah, even like a horror movie, but like a horror movie that like we've talked about maybe has a little bit more of a sense of like, I can please the audience, you know, because mm-hmm. like he can. But every time he starts to get close to that, he goes like, oh, here's something fucked up, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like to see him make a movie that's just kind of watchable and a good time. I, I think he's going to have to do that as his budgets keep increasing. Mm-hmm. But uh I, I cannot wait to see to him get there i cannot wait yeah. to see ari aster's equivalent to the thing if this is his assault on precinct 13 and halloween that he's got you know a thing or escape from new york in him which are just like this one's for you guys type <laughs> movies <laughs> like here's a good fucking time guys it's <laughs> florence Pugh and the mom from hereditary kicking ass his next movie could be a werewolf movie and they could be werewolf hunters Oh, yeah. that's my pitch <laughs> or they're giving everybody one of these let's see what ari aster's star wars movie is <laughs> well, i said uh last week got i want to see him do a spider-man movie yeah just a solid teen drama where a boy can crawl on walls <laughs> what's your take on the whole uh yeah this inbred child is the oh it's the blood it's definitely the thing i would take out of this fucking movie yeah 
it feels weird and mean-spirited and i yeah. don't like it yeah um it, it just seems like ooh, look at the the person with the facial deformity isn't that fucked up and i'm like yeah. that doesn't need to be in this movie that's not what this movie is about <laughs> i i believe that a cult because cults do do stuff like that would do that but um it's fiction so don't <laughs> like it, it adds nothing to the movie it tells me nothing about their belief system it tells me you know like it is just a thing that is here that's like oh isn't that messed up yeah. And I'm like, you're not Rob Zombie. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> like, I like Rob Zombie movies, and he's the type of person that would do something like that. But that's the kind of movie he makes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. That's not what this movie was. Yeah. <laughs> so problematic is that there is a reading of this movie that is like she kind of gets a good ending. And I think that's almost the point of it. Like, clearly we're supposed to be upset and horrified by what this place has done, but, like, also they have actual empathy for her. It is intentionally in stark contrast that when she cries with her boyfriend, he looks bored. And when he cries with them, they cry with her, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And the other behind-the-scenes scenes fact that I have for this movie is that this is Ari Aster's breakup movie. (laughs) legitimately he has talked about i don't know who he is in this movie but he has talked about he wrote this movie like the second draft of it when it became less of a slasher movie and more of a cult movie after a pretty bad breakup i'm unclear if he is supposed to be christian or if he's supposed to be florence Pugh. i've had breakups on either side where i am either like i deserve to be burned in a bear or i wouldn't mind seeing my ex burned in a bear (laughs) (laughs) so i get it (laughs) <laughs> yeah because i mean like if he was the shitty boyfriend props for the self-reflection yeah that in there i i like to think it's that one but, but if you were the florence pew i'm so sorry yeah or maybe he's both you know like i mean maybe that i mean that's the type of thing that art can help you deal with is like ultimately there are no villains like even as much as i'm like oh christian is shitty he's just afraid in this movie like that's my big takeaway on that character is is the, his opening line to his friends is yeah but what if I regret it later you know yeah. like there are no villains yeah. <laughs> most of the shitty things he did that caused the ending they drugged him <laughs> right but also he'd been wanting to do all of those things he literally says like mm-hmm. oh yeah we could go over there and meet some cute redheaded and blonde chicks mm-hmm. think about all, think about all the girls we could sleep with man. I mean, that that is where it becomes sort of this brilliant reinvention of the slasher film or Texas Chainsaw in that, like, the people that deserve to get killed aren't that bad. Mm-hmm. They're just humans. Yeah. And the final girl doesn't just live, she thrives. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> Any other thoughts, Zach? I, I will edit what I... S- how I felt and what I said in the beginning. <laughs> I love everything about this movie, but not the movie, if that makes sense. I love all the character work. I love like I like I want the screen I want A24 to make a screenplay book out of this. Yeah. So I can get that. But as a movie itself, it might be because of my beef with cult shit, but to me that's that's the that's the part of the movie that makes me not feel the same as like i did about hereditary i was like 
Yeah, it was a good movie. I like that. See, I think and it's it's a clearly Ari Aster's goal, and it's to his credit that he does it for different people with these two different movies. I feel the same way about Hereditary, where I'm like, oh, this is a movie that presses a bunch of buttons that I don't like being pressed. Yeah. <laughs> but that's clearly his goal. You know, like, I don't like grief and mental illness in my horror movies (laughs) i I like it because it's a good movie but like i'm not gonna rewatch hereditary i might rewatch midsummer later like and i'm not gonna rewatch midsummer yeah art is so many wonderful things to different people and i love it that's and i think that horror does that the best because we're all scared of different things yeah so kudos Ari Aster. Yeah, ultimately <laughs> kudos Ari Aster. Excited to see what you do next. I'm I'm just stoked to see what movie this guy makes next. Now that I've seen like he didn't have a sophomore slump, you know. Mm, yeah, wasn't it back to back? Like this came out the next year. Yeah. Oh, also I forgot to mention. Uh, I believe Jordan Peele called this a masterpiece and the best horror movie in the last ten years. Oh, yeah, Jordan Peele. He apparently has Ari Aster's phone number, like they met at something. And he, like, called him and was like, oh, my God, I don't know what's wrong with you, but you're a genius. <laughs> Link up, make a movie, you can do it. There you go. Ari Aster writes it, Jordan Peele directs it. I'd watch that movie. <laughs> uh, or they both co-write and co-direct, because I love them both. Yeah. All right. But uh, where can everybody find you, Zach? uh instagram zach shirk twitter zach underscore shirk uh what about you man uh you can find me on everything as i draw paintings um including my patreon where you get exclusive stickers for just three dollars uh and um even on twitch is the only place where uh i have a different name you just drop the s i'm just i draw painting there Ooh. what are we watching next week what are we watching next week the Vavitch. Oh, the we're watching the Vavitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that we've got the Witch and uh, Green Room are the last two we're doing, right? For Rachel twenty four. I thought we were. Oh, that's right, because you're like, yeah. No, uh, Green Room rules, dude. <laughs> if we don't do it for the podcast, we should just watch it. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say, yeah, that's that's right, because you're like Professor X is a Nazi. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's like King Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we'll do that one too. A24, maybe. Uh, leave all that in. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, on that note, somebody should tell those girls they're walking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. As the Vox fades, we thank you for listening to this bizarre journey into cinema. If your morbid curiosities hunger for more, you may summon our horror bros at MacMakeZack.com, on Twitter and Instagram at MacMakeZack, or if you dare, say George Lucas three times into a mirror for a visit from our phantom menaces. You may now return to your mortal plane of existence. Until next week, as Matt makes Zack sit through another chilling apparition. Mwahahahaha! <laughs>